opening one eye and closing the other, everything looks different. All that stuff helps us to understand the perspective of other people. If I go in thinking that we have the same perspective, then I'm not going to hear you. Just a little bit of change in perspective can totally change your experience. Go deeper. Find your center. Live life to the fullest. This is the Deeper Connections podcast from The Daily Motivator. Welcome to the Deeper Connections podcast from The Daily Motivator, sponsored by Connections University, where you'll find the Experience Excellence audio program, a resource for encouragement, inspiration, and mastery of life's everyday challenges. Visit DeeperConnectionsPodcast.com and download Experience Excellence today. For the last two years, I have basically every day been walking the same route. Now, I'm not usually such a boring person as to (laughs) do that, (laughs) Uh, or such a creature of habit, I guess. But I've, I, I walk for exercise and I've, I've discovered that this particular route gets me the maximum amount of exercise in the shortest amount of time. It takes me about an hour and 10 minutes. It's about four miles. And in that period, I climb uh, about five or six pretty challenging hills. And that's kind of what I'm going for is to walk up those hills. And of course, you got to walk down every hill that you walk up. And a lot, a lot of the other hills that, that I climb in, in the neighborhood, I have to walk a long way to get to. So I figured out this one route that will take me up and down these hills pretty quickly and I can get it over with. And, and I've just gotten into that habit. But uh, and also, in addition to walking the same route, I've gotten into the habit of walking on the same side of every street along that route. And there's a reason for that. Uh, some some of the streets don't have sidewalks. Some of them have sidewalks only on one side. And so I like to walk facing the traffic if, if I'm out in the street. So there are reasons for that. It's not that I'm just totally set in my ways or anything like that. But um, anyway, recently, because of the the pandemic and everybody, all the lockdowns and, and the gyms being closed, there's a whole lot more people out walking. Oh, yeah. And you've probably noticed that too. Oh, they're everywhere. Yeah. And uh, so one thing I've had to do is start earlier in the morning to, to walk. So I start right about, you know, just before daybreak, just before it starts getting light. Otherwise I just run into so many people and, you know, the polite thing to do is when you're encountering somebody coming the other way is to cross the street, right? That's what everybody wants you to do. And that's, the, you know, the considerate thing to do. So even, you know, even when I start early toward the later part of my walk, I encounter a lot of other people walking the other way. So I've been crossing the streets, you know, back and forth and which is fine. And what's interesting, though, is what I've noticed in doing so in the fact that, you know, I've been walking the same route for two years and suddenly I cross the street and things are totally different. I see different stuff. Uh, part of, 
part of where I walk goes along kind of a ridge. And so the, the terrain drops off pretty sharply on both sides of the street. And so when you're walking on one side, you can't really see what's down in the valley on the other side. You cross over to the other side, there's a whole different view. And not only that, but the the side that I had been walking on, when I cross over to the other side, I get a different perspective of that as well. I can I can see more of the houses and the yards because I'm more removed and I get more of an overall picture. So that got me thinking the other morning about the subject of, of perspective and how just a little bit of change in perspective can totally change your experience. And I think that's something, you know, that we can carry into just about every aspect of our lives, right? Mm-hmm. Every aspect. You, you see things from a different angle and suddenly you see things that you've never seen before. You see possibilities that you've never seen just by maybe thinking a little differently about them or looking at them from a little further away and, you know, getting yourself outside all those assumptions that you've been making. Oh, it's so interesting. You know, when you said, Hey, let's talk about perspective. I thought that is one of my favorite topics. And when I'm working, I, I love it because it's exactly what you said. It, it really can make a difference in every single area of your life. So if you're having a problem with something and you don't know how to solve that problem, it is often a matter of just one little perspective change. And when you say it, it sounds like, oh yeah, that sounds real simple, but it's not. This is a big problem. But it actually is that simple. It's as simple as what you're talking about. And I use this, I've used this with so many people in my coaching practice where I'll show them how, like, let's just say you and I are sitting across the table from one another and there's a vase of flowers in the middle of the table. And so we're both seeing the same thing, or at least we think we are. But from my side of the table, I say, wow, those flowers are beautiful. That orange is such a vibrant color. And you say, wow, I was just thinking that that vase, those flowers needed to be replaced. They're really looking yellowed and droopy. So, (laughs) you know, from your side, there may be some flowers a little bit older over there. They're not doing as well, but we're looking at the same vase, but our perspective is different. And so if we get up and I say, well, let me move my chair around to your side a little bit. Oh, I see what you're talking about now. And, And it's really, really that simple to be able to change uh, the trajectory of what you're looking at and trying to solve a problem. And it can be just a very interesting exercise in problem solving. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of problems are caused by people who assume that everybody else knows what they know, right? Oh, yeah. You're mm-hmm. assuming that that the, that other person is seeing the same color or seeing those flowers in the same light as what you are. And that's not necessarily the case. And, you know, we talked about humility a few weeks ago, and I think that's part of humility is, is realizing that you don't know what that other person's perspective is really. And you can't possibly know, you can't 
have any way other than that person telling you what their perspective is. You can't really assume from, you know, what they're wearing or what their job is Mm -hmm. or where they came from, what their perspective is. Each person is unique, right? Absolutely. I mean, and uniquely situated as well. Yeah. And you can, you, you can end up having much, much better relationships and much better conversations. If you go in with that kind of thinking, knowing that we're both coming from our own perspectives. And we've also talked a lot about listening skills. And this is where if you couple the understanding of listening skills and understanding perspectives, you have got two, uh, that's like power tools right there when those two go together. Because if you go into your conversations like that, and you assume from the get-go that we're going to come with different perspectives. And so my job is to really listen to you so that I can get your perspective to the degree that I can and then respond accordingly. But if I go in thinking that we have the same perspective, then I'm not going to hear you and hear where you're coming from and be able to respond accordingly. So then you've got two people who are just talking but no communication is really happening. Yeah. And I think in addition to listening, it's important to query, you know, to ask questions Mm -hmm. and to solicit from that other person exactly what their perspective is rather than assuming what it might or might not be. And uh, in, in the way that you explain things, I think you have to take that into consideration. You have to take into consideration that that other person does not have your same perspective. And even as smart and perceptive as you may be, you probably still don't know exactly what that person's perspective is. So you have to use very specific language and uh, describe things very specifically rather than use words and terms and allusions that that maybe only you would understand or that you assume every you know you assume people understand but they don't don't really understand mm-hmm. right so I, th- I think it's you know it's kind of an act of, of I guess humility or inclusion to I mean now you don't want to cross over into condescension where right. you're talking down to somebody and explaining things in the simplest possible terms. But I would say probably to explain things in the broadestly perceived possible terms, you know, not use language and terminology that's just exclusive to your own experience. Right, right. Proprietary language to your industry, for instance, or right. or like you're saying to your experience, which could be so drastically different from other people's experiences that it can sound like you're speaking two completely different languages sometimes. I like to, and I've, I've talked about this before, I love to use music as a tool for showing people just how easy it is to shift perspectives. So it's like moving from the verse to the chorus in a song, you can feel the difference. And so you can shift perspectives, you can use your own body, stand on one foot, stand on your left foot and lift your right, and then just shift, stand on your right foot and lift your left. And 
you get an, a, a feel for the rhythm of how simple it is to do that. And I love using the body as a tool to help inform the mind of what we're talking about, because it's, it's easy to understand the concept of put your weight on your left foot. Now put your weight on your right foot. And to use that as an exercise to say, okay, I'm going to do that in my mind as well. I'm going to look at this issue or I'm going to look at this conversation from this left side. Now I'm going to kind of move over here and look at it from the right side. And just like in your walks, how does the same thing look different from each of those angles? And we're not talking about, we're not even talking about going as far as from one side of the street to the other. We're literally talking about the smallest perspective change. Like you can ask yourself, what is the smallest increment that I can make here to shift in looking at something, a person or a problem from a different perspective and see how does that change everything? For some reason, I happen to think when you were describing that shifting from one foot to the other. Uh, just looking with one eye and then the other eye, you know, you can, can, you can sense the depth of the surrounding environment and, and how it changes. And I saw a, a news article this week about a space probe that had been launched years and years ago and is out like beyond the orbit of Pluto or something. And it's gotten so far away from the earth that the stars are in different places. There's a, a star that's not too far, not as far away as some of the other stars. And uh, if you look at the two pictures, one from the earth and one from this space probe, that's endlessly far away. One of the stars is actually shifted in pers- in position in that star field as it relates to the other further away stars. So that's a huge shift in perspective, huge. but, but you can see the same effect just by closing one eye and opening, you know, opening and closing separate eyes. Mm-hmm. That's an even better exercise for that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, it does. I mean, just, just like you're saying within your own body, just opening one eye and closing the other, everything looks different. Right. And it, it kind of takes you out of the realm of making the assumption that here I am and I'm nowhere else. And then all of a sudden, well, you know, am I in this place or am I in this place? Actually, I'm in both places. <laughs> yeah. It's, interesting. <laughs> it's very interesting, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it really it sheds a different light on saying to somebody, well, can you try to see this from my viewpoint? Mm-hmm, right. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it does, uh, it does speak to the fact that someone else who goes through life in different places than you are and has their eyes pointed in different directions and hears different things, that that person is necessarily going to have a different perspective. I mean, even identical twins who have the same genetic makeup and they're raised in the same home and family environment and hometown, they can end up having 
vastly different perspectives on life because they've experienced different things. And so I think it's, it's important to remember that, you know, we, it's convenient to think of say all garbage men are this way and all nurses are that way and all short order cooks are this way, but that's not, you know, we're, we're, that's just looking at one dimension Mm -hmm. of experience, you know, somebody's job, or you can say, all short people are this way, all tall people are this way, all men are so, you know, you can obviously divide people into a lot of different categories. But the, those categories don't really describe people's perspective. You know, their life experience is what describes that perspective. Mm-hmm. So it's really pretty arrogant to assume that just by looking at somebody, even if you look closely and look at all the details, and even if you know their history, you can't really assume uh, what they're going to be feeling or thinking about any particular thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, c- categories are really only useful for a few things. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it does help you, you know, if you want to describe someone or... Right. Uh, you want to have an association. Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, one thing it's good for is learning what you do have in common. You know, you can find common ground with people. Uh, You can find what, what about their perspective do you share? It's a starting point. Right. Right. But there's, you're never going to completely understand another person. And that's really a good thing Mm -hmm. because if, if you did, completely understand everybody else, life would be completely boring, right? You'd right. never have have anything more to learn. Right. And be I like, I already know that. <laughs> yeah. That's especially true. Like with uh, a life partner, you know, with husband or wife or whatever. Um, you know, you spend your entire lifetime learning new things about that person if it's a halfway decent relationship and you yeah. communicate. That should be the goal. Yeah. And to- never assume that you totally know them. Yeah. I mean, to kind of always approach that relationship with the idea that you are this ever-changing, ever-evolving person. Literally, you left for work this morning and you had experiences that made you different when you came home this afternoon. So what occurred in your life that changed your perspectives on certain things? And that's not to say that there are not people who just have the blinders on walking through their whole lives and never look in at any different direction. But really, though, they are still having experiences. And if you can look at asking the questions about what occurred, what did you notice about this or that today, then you can learn more about that person and keep things more fresh, you know, get, get to know them anew. Yeah. Well, and another very good strategy is shared experiences. Mm-hmm. You know, you were talking about music and there's somebody I know who has a saying, he says, if you control the music, you control the room. <laughs> and, you know, and I went uh, Tony Robbins, uh, the motivational speaker mm-hmm. invited me to one of his, his, it was like a three day 
seminar is the the one where you walk on fire. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> did you do that? And, oh yes, I did. I oh did. my gosh! Cool. It was cool. It was uh, it was very interesting. Or it was hot, and really. It, it, it really wasn't. That's the weird thing. And you know, I, I think about that when I walk out, especially this time of year. I walk out barefooted into the backyard and walk across this wooden deck. <clears throat> and if it's been sitting in the sunshine for several hours, I mean, it is hot, hot, hot <laughs> and it burns my feet. And I think about now, you know, I walked on fire. Why can't I, <laughs> Why can't I walk on the patio <laughs> walk on this deck? <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, at Tony Robbins seminars, uh, a big feature is very loud music. And I think the whole, well, he says this, you know, he says it's, it's to get people in the right frame of mind. Yes. And it does create a shared experience and he gets people up moving to the music in unison mm -hmm. and it does create a feeling of, of, uh, I guess, harmony among people. You know, you, you, you have this sense that, you are experiencing the same thing as everyone else. Now, obviously, everyone's coming from a different perspective. And yet, when that event is over, you do have something that you've shared with those people. And the same thing happens, you know, every week for people in church. Mm -hmm. uh, people stand up and sing together and uh, worship together. And it is a shared experience. And, you know, people who go on mission trips and things like that. Uh, or who work together on, on difficult projects. Oh, yeah. All that stuff, I, I think, helps us to understand the perspective of other people. And it it builds our own perspective in unison with the perspective of others. Mm -hmm. Well, it's amazing to me. Music is such a powerful and universal force. So, as a, I'm a Remo Drums Health Rhythms Facilitator, which is something, a part of what I've used in my coaching practice. And one of the things that is so interesting is looking at what Remo has done around the world. So Remo Drums, um, if, if someone doesn't know, uh, is the largest drum manufacturer in the world, drum heads and uh, drums. And so they also do a lot of outreach and the health rhythms program is about using drumming in a lot of different ways for healing and for bringing together communities. And there's a person that I know with the program who was asked to come into uh, very sensitive areas in the Middle East and take a uh, drums in and do a seminar really inviting two very different and normally warring tribes and brought these people into a room. They think that they've got nothing in common because normally their tribes just want to annihilate each other from the face of the earth. Well, the interesting thing is putting drums in their hands and then they make music together and they make rhythm together. They were together and laughing and smiling as one people in that room. So there was an amazing amount of healing that took place that day. It showed them that they had 
commonalities. There was a common ground there and enjoyment and music is what created that. Uh, It's really beautiful. And so I've used it a lot when I'm working with someone who is really stuck in a certain place. I'm thinking in particular of one client that I had who was just so stuck in trying to get a job. And he's an attorney and a very successful attorney, but he had been out of work for two years. He's a corporate attorney. And he came to me really beside himself. And he said, I just don't know what I'm doing wrong. I I can't figure it out. And I've tried everything. I've been to all kinds of leadership seminars. I've, I've done everything. And he said, I think you can help me. And so I said, well, you know, let's, let's see what we can do. I'm going to give you these exercises. And these are rhythmic exercises. It's a moving meditation or a movement meditation, if you will. And I put him through these exercises and he listened to them and meditated on them and allowed those rhythm patterns to kind of take root in his body. Well, within 30 days, he got a job. And I wouldn't tell you this, but he said, and I have a video of him talking about this. He said, it was those exercises that got me that job. He said, what it did is it shifted something inside of me and put me in a place where I felt so powerful and had so much clarity and courage about what I wanted to say that I just went into an interview and I just delivered it and nailed it. And really all I was doing was helping him shift perspectives, but I was using something physical in order to help him feel that something was shifting. Very powerful. Huh? Wow. That is, Mm -hmm. I mean, when you talk about the drums, I, I envision more that more as a group exercise but what you're saying is he was doing it just by himself, right? Right. I, I, I've created these movement meditations and I have them uh, where people can use them. And, you know, he, he, I suggested that he use them in a room with not many people listen to things in a room with great speakers anymore. Most people have headphones, but if you've got good headphones, it still helps. But the difference is with big, uh, with, with good speakers in a room, you can actually feel the bass tones in your body. So you can feel your body shifting. Well, there's, yeah, that, that brings up a whole, whole new set of things, uh, I guess physical experiences can mm-hmm. change your perspective. Oh yes. I mean, I talked about, I think recently talked about sailing. I, I like to do that. And that definitely changes my perspective when I'm out on the water mm-hmm. and got sails and a wind in the sails and I'm sailing along. It's, it's like I'm a totally different person yes. out there. And so, yeah, well, even when I'm walking in the morning, that's mm-hmm. that's a change of perspective as well. Or travel, you know. Oh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, uh, go to different places. And you know, I I like to travel, but I don't I don't really like to go to places just to say that I've been to them, you know, mm-hmm. like where you stand in line and take a <laughs> selfie. Oh gosh, no. <laughs> Oh boy. <laughs> I mean, I, I like to go to places where I can explore the terrain. Yes. And and get fully into that other perspective mm-hmm. and feel like I'm in a different place. And 
than, than where I usually am. And that is so mind opening, I think. Oh yeah. To, to travel, to go somewhere else. And it doesn't have to be far and it doesn't have to be exotic. What it really has to be is different. Yeah. And it has to challenge you in different ways. Like if you go somewhere where you don't speak the language and you need to go shopping in a grocery store and you need to find a way to get food and drink, <laughs> it, it mm-hmm. challenges you and it makes you think of things that you, you never would have thought of if you were just at home. It, you know, we, that's right. We get in habits and we assume we'll go to the store and we know exactly where the noodles are and exactly mm-hmm. where the bananas are. Making me hungry. Yeah. (laughs) But if you're challenged uh, in getting those things, number one, it makes you appreciate what you have. Mm -hmm. And it also enables you to see a lot of possibilities that you may not have seen before. And it also enables you to better understand how other people live their lives to just experience life, you know, in a different setting, I suppose. Oh yeah. I think it's very valuable. And I think one of the things that you said that is so important, uh, because that's a, that's another thing that I suggest to people when they're feeling stuck is to go somewhere new, to go somewhere different. And if they are having, if, if there are limitations on travel, let's say, or limitations on spending money to have a new experience, you don't have to do that. That new experience can be exactly like you said. And I, I actually am thinking of one particular client that I gave him an assignment of doing exactly what you do on your walks because he's lived in the same neighborhood, but he doesn't ever walk. And I said, you need to leave your phone at home all right. This is your assignment every day this week. And you're going to go out and walk in your neighborhood and you're going to take a different path every day. And I want you to notice what you see. I want you to notice what birds are tweeting. I want you to notice who's out, who's, who's, you know, who's in, uh, and notice what the traffic patterns are. Just, I'm saying, I'm not even going to tell you what to notice. I'm just giving you some ideas. You come back to me and tell me what you've noticed. And he said, I cannot believe he said, after one week, he said, I live in a completely different neighborhood than I did a week ago. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yes. And it changes everything, doesn't it? And he said, yeah, it does. So what's really interesting to me is this sounds too good to be true. It sounds too simple to really work, but it does. When you shift your perspective, you can literally get rid of problems that you thought were big problems, but by doing things to shift your perspective, sometimes the problem literally just disappears because from a different perspective, it's not a problem anymore. Well, you've inspired me to maybe uh, walk down a different street. You know, I, I, I used to have a lot of different routes that I took and I enjoyed that mm-hmm. in walking. And it's like you say, you, uh, you notice things, you notice the traffic patterns, you notice the houses, the people, the pets, the... Yeah, it's uh, it's an exercise in opening your mind. I I get a lot of good writing done when I'm walking, actually. Oh yes, I, uh, yeah. I record my thoughts and uh, and come back and and expand on them when I'm back. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, any any kind of change of scenery is is good for that. A Very shift valuable. In perspective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Well, if we have if we have shifted your perspective a little bit, perhaps you can go on iTunes and leave a positive review for us so that other people with other perspectives can get the benefit of deeper connections. We sure would appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you very much for your recommendation. When you need a break, a word of encouragement, a spark of creative juice and inspiration for mastering the challenges of life, work, and relationships, you'll find it in the Experience Excellence audio series from Connections University. You can download it right now through the link at deeperconnectionspodcast.com. While you're there, be sure to subscribe to the show at deeperconnectionspodcast.com so you'll automatically get the latest episode as soon as it's available. You'll find options for iTunes and other platforms. You'll also find links to the music in this podcast, written and performed by Local Honey. I'm Ralph Marston. And I'm Kimberly Kane. Thanks for taking the journey with us. Be courageous in all of your connections. Go deeper. Your life will be richer for it. This is Deeper Connections. Learn more. Be more. At DeeperConnectionsPodcast.com.